Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for such a beautiful, clean sheet, clean chapter, a new season to do things better than before. Speak to our hearts, affect our lives. Let us not leave the same as we came. In Jesus' name, somebody shouted amen. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. Welcome to this New Year's Day service. It's a quick one, a short one, a brief one. And then we'll go home and eat cook up. Can I have some more volume? I'm shouting. I have to kiss the mic. I don't like kissing mics. There are better things to kiss than mics. <laughs> so give me a good volume so that. Can you hear me? Tune it, tune it, tune it, tune it. Amen. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So there's progress this year. We're really forcing to finish the, uh, uh, at least put up the um, sheet rock before the conference in February. We're having Amplify Your Ministry conference again in February. Hallelujah. Yeah. So during the March period, we are not marching. We are having a conference. So start registering, okay? You know the registration procedure. We are mobilizing pastors all over the country for that. It's going to be four days from the 22nd to the 25th. 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, Saturday, 25th. Four days of preaching, teaching. Hallelujah. That's what brings a difference and makes a difference in our lives. Are you with me? Wonderful. So it's our year of being thankful. And um, there's nothing uh, uh, better to share with you than share from the book, How Can I Say Thanks? Now in the chapter one of the book, how many of us have the book? If you don't have the book, 25 years of your life is gone. Eh? If you don't have the book, please buy one right after church. Who's selling? Now I don't even know who sells books anymore. Who's selling? Or is you or the other one? Is you, both of you? So what, how do I know when, when somebody's thieving money? You thief the money rather than she. You should go, Americans don't thief money. It's black people thief money. <laughs> uh, all right, so if you don't have a copy, please get a copy from Sister Coco after church. Amen. Yeah, I'm not going to sell. If you like, I also come for it for a thousand dollars. Do you remind me? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So in the first chapter, prophet talks about um, the power of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is very powerful. Oh, I said thanksgiving is very powerful. Because remember one of the scriptures he read to us was John chapter 6, where the Bible says Jesus, um, where Jesus gave thanks. If, if Epson is with me, I won't quote it to see whether she was. It's just last night, just a few hours ago, we looked at that scripture. Do you get it? And so thanksgiving, feeding the 5,000 came through thanksgiving. The, the, the miracle of um, two fishes and five loaves 
using it to feed 5,000 people. It came, it came just by giving thanks. Are you there? Alex is right here. So thanksgiving is very important. Very, very important. And you see that people who are not grateful become wicked people. He explained, prophet explained it last night. Isn't it? Or early this morning. That when they did not, when they knew God and they were not thankful, then they were given over to all kinds of things. So you see that in our lives as people, as children of God and all of that, if we are not grateful and we don't give thanks, then, then it's like the rich man's son, as he said. Every rich man, their children are ungrateful in some way. Yeah, because everything is given, everything is provided, and then they don't seem to understand how things come about, so they can become some way. You see, sometimes I really, as much as it's a little dangerous and all of that, I don't know how uh, Prince and Co will think about it, but when you see these seven, eight-year-olds walking along by the roadside going to school, uh, sometimes I really admire them. As much as it's a little dangerous, it, it builds a certain strength. I mean, to the extent that it can even make them feelingless. They don't have emotions. They can do things and not even think about it because they become very wild. As against the spoiled brats who live in houses who don't wake up early, open the fridge, eat anything they want, uh, whatever. It's like everything is laid down for them. Do you get it? And so, Bible says. No, not this. Uh, is it the this one? No, no, that was the one. Is it Luke? The Luke chapter six. That that one was in was in brackets. Yeah, verse twenty three. Yeah, John six and verse twenty three. Epson, you didn't pass this one. <laughs> Gabriel, you're welcome. You and your sisters. <laughs> I hope you give offering today, Gabriel. Do you have offering? Big offering? Yeah, good, 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 good. Yeah, man, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, he said, Howbeit there came other boats from Tiberias, nigh unto the place where they did eat bread. And the Bible says, After that, the Lord had given thanks. They ate bread after thanksgiving was, 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 was given, was done. Do you understand? And, and every one of us, it's our year of being thankful. Let us practically, let us practically do it. And you start from inside, you start from around you. Thank all the people around you. If you've been chosen to do something, you are even late to say thank you to me in the church here. Because as we heard the message this morning, at the end of the message, you have sent me a message. Oh, thank you for making me a pastor. It means that you are not practically applying what you are hearing. So that's what I'm saying. That we should from today. Today is the, it's the first January. All your contacts, you know them. Those who you are negotiating price with twenty thousand, and they say no, 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 twenty thousand is not good. I'll give you. <laughs> so what about ten thousand? <laughs> they say oh no, 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 what you have there is five thousand worth. <laughs> and let me tell you something 
I, I hurt. I hurt about your interactions that are not spiritual. You seem to have relationships in the church that doesn't make you become a better Christian. I, I, it hurts me when I discover that. And time and time you discover that people are always the same. I just discovered something the other day. Somebody who talks to almost every level of people around here. And the conversations are so nasty and dirty. That person was just around us. Moving, going, coming and all of that. You should check his phone. His phone is like the phone of, 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 of somebody who, who doesn't even know anything about God. It's sad that you don't choose people who affect your Christian life. You choose people who just does not help you move forward. It, it, it pays because it spoils what God brought me here for. It fights it. It challenges it. I'm sure if I take your phone right now, I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised if I look through your phone. Yeah. So, like, yesterday, was it yesterday, um, Pastor Kenrick engaged Sister Matifa from Hebron. Yeah. An engagement ceremony, and they're getting married soon. Pastor Daniel is also getting married soon. That's what he told me. That's what he told me. You heard it. Soonest, he's getting married soonest. Yeah. Pastor Andre says he's also getting married soon. That's what he's telling me. Okay. But our baby says he's also getting married soon. But our Earl says he's getting married soon. My God. Pastor Joshua says he just got married soon. <laughs> so, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful year. And uh, even Tama, Tama says he's also getting married soon. Ah. <laughs> you know, they're so, they're so I, I, I don't know about Mikhail, I don't know about Mikhail, but. <laughs> oh, to TikTok, TikTok here today? Oh, hey, hello TikTok. <laughs> You good? It's good to see you, man. Stay in church, it. You, you must be planted. Even Silvio says he has found somebody he likes. Ah! <laughs> yeah, man. If you don't get married in this season, you are not going to get married in a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be found. Let me tell you, you'll be found. Tell you that the next lady sitting there, you'll be found. Don't worry. <laughs> you have been found already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good to be back home, isn't it? Yeah, real guy in this church. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sister I was talking to, I was talking about Sister Natifa. Her parents were there. <laughs> and I was saying that Sister Natifa has 
she, she, was, she, she had a best friend who left the church, is pregnant or probably has given birth now, boyfriends and all of that. I mean, it's now a, a friend to people who have left the church and say bad things about us, which is okay. It happens everywhere. Right? Because it's a group of people who are not thankful. It's a group of you who are not thankful. Yeah. Demon possessed, ungrateful people. So I was telling her parents that even though that lady was a good friend to her, she was not able to influence her out of the church. Yeah. And you see, we are people who don't say things about people unless the people talk and they talk negatively. I think I've said it here before. That I will not say anything until somebody feels that they have something to say. Then I also say my part right in the preaching. Because there's nobody who comes here and leaves and doesn't want to come again whose story is the best story. Me too, I have a story also. I also have a story to tell. So when you meet people out there and they don't come to church anymore, you should be the last person to entertain them in a conversation. Because they will tell you a one-sided story. That's why there's a court for people to come and everybody to come and say what happened. And then the judge will use wisdom and then declare judgment. So when you meet people who used to come and don't come again or you see somebody who's not coming around, there are a lot of things that you may not know or understand. So when you see some things happening, you should just, you should just flow. You should just flow. Just say, okay, I don't understand, but maybe there's something going on that is, that is why. So let me just focus on my God. And, and you are not here, you are not in the church because of somebody anyway. So when you come to church and you don't see somebody, and, 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 and that person is somebody who is around, you, you don't have to worry about the person. That's the reason why the person is not around. Yeah, and you are not here for such a person. You are here for God and for me who is leading you. If you come and I'm not here, that's why you should be worried. Yeah, if you come and somebody else is, Andre is not here, you shouldn't be worried at all. Maybe he's, he's, he's going on vacation or something. It's not a problem. Hey, you don't worry at all. Be worried that the person who is guiding you is not around. That's what you should be worried about. Hallelujah. So, thanksgiving is very powerful. And when you take the power of thanksgiving away, you, you, you find yourself in situations that there's no power. That you don't see any miracle. Are you, are, are you with me? Are you sure you're here? I'm, say, I'm saying that. I'm saying that. Thanksgiving is what made Jesus able to feed 5,000 hungry men with two fishes and five loaves of bread. Only Thanksgiving. And it was uh, uh, Lady Pastor Mark who was asking me this morning, what is meditation? Yeah. And I was explaining to her in my car. No, I, 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 I'm thankful for people like Mark Soul, you know. Yeah. Very, very thankful. Yeah. I bless you. Zarina, I bless you. You see, even coming to church, you see, today my son disappointed me this morning. When I went to wake him up, he said, he ain't coming with me. <laughs> He's tired. And when you see the chairs, it's tired people. Yeah. 
Well, at this one, I had to go to the studio to preach. I start preaching at 7 o'clock. I get there by 6.30, I'm there. And you know what time we went home? We went after the bridge opened. So that, that tells you that we got home around 3. Then when you go, you know, when you get home, you don't go straight. You go here, you go there, you go here, you go here. Before I realize it's 3.34. You remember my alarm going beep, beep, beep. I said, what's this? Can I not sleep a little bit this morning? I got to the studio. The studio, the studio is in Eccles. At the back of Eccles Industrial Area. I got there around 6.35 today. When I went there, Maxwell and Zerina, they were there already waiting for me. You came late. I had to say 10 o'clock so that you can come on time. And remember, they are all on this side. Maxwell is even further. And I'm sure she got home at almost four, whatever, five. And then she came, she was there at the studio by 6.30. I, 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 I'm not grateful for people like that. It's, it's, it's beautiful to have people like that. And, and I have not sent Maxwell to Ghana. I think I should probably find money and pay it for her ticket to go to Ghana for two, three months. What do you think? I think she, she will help me more, much better than people who don't do anything at all and then they go and when they come back they don't even know what to do with the investment the only thing the only the person who's operating the, the the tv whatever control the only thing is that he's employed maxwell is the one who's telling him what to do as i'm preaching so he should just get up from the chair and then she can sit down and I'm not paying her a dime. She's not asking me for money to catch care from Stewartville where she lives to come to Eccles house, uh, Eccles at the back of Eccles. Danny, it's not some boy who say he's called and has never done anything in my life for me to even see whether he likes me. That I sent to Bible when they come back and they don't see my worth. And they work in the last days last day's evil of people who are unthankful. You see, and when people walk in ingratitude, the power of God leaves them. They are given over to something very bad and very evil. And if we are going to experience the power of God, we have to continue every day of our lives this year to be grateful practically for people around us, for the God who God has, been, has loved us and saved us, and for the church he has given to us. God bless you, Maxwell. Pray for me that I'll get money and send it to Ghana. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've sent people to Ghana who didn't do anything for me. They didn't become enemies. Why should I not send Maxwell to Ghana rather? If it's my last money, I should take it and send it to Ghana. Go and be with the media at first love for two months. And come back. Ah, don't you see my life in the ministry will change? Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than people who just come around and say, I'm called, and then we find money and we send them, we've stopped those things. We have been meditating. I have been meditating for a long time. (laughs) That's what I was telling Max. That meditating is thinking about something for a long time. Yeah, and and because he asks, what God says, meditate on the word day and night. I said, day and night means continuous, day after day, two days, three days, four days. So your quiet time today should actually last you a week. 
if you are meditatively, if you are going to meditate. Think deeply about the things people tell you before you agree with them or whatever. You should think about it deeply, especially when the thing is going to cost you or the thing is going to affect you. Now, somebody's not coming to the church anymore and they say something about our church. You have to think about it. Really? Now, what would you say if somebody tells you that they are in this church and I have disrespected them? I mean, if you understand the Bible and a church member says that I have disrespected them. <laughs> <laughs> Lorenzo, don't worry, we'll close just now, okay? I know people are tired. <laughs> All of us, we, we short our sleep time to be here. <laughs> That's not the, the number of hours we normally will sleep. So please, don't worry, okay? Yeah, don't let your eyes deceive you. Don't let your head fall, okay? Control your head, okay? Tell your head <laughs> and behave yourself. Trish, are you there? Beautiful. So I'm saying that Thanksgiving has power. So if you are not going to be thankful this year, like how we are being led to do, you will lack power in your life and your ministry. There is never enough thank yous to say to somebody who has been a blessing to you. There's never enough thank yous. I told you when I went to Ghana with a few people and the one lady when we came back she came to see me with an envelope and said thank you for taking me to Ghana. I mean I was surprised because I didn't buy the person's ticket. I didn't pay, I didn't pay even a dollar for the person. The person said for taking me to Ghana and making me sit in the preach, teaching and preaching environment of the prophet for four or five days this is an offering to say thank you. I was blown away. Who says thank you for something that you didn't pay for? <laughs> yeah, but this is what transfers power into people's lives. So practically, practically, ladies and gentlemen, this is not this is not you. We've started 2023. We have a clean chapter now. So it is not late to start today. Ten people around you, your contacts say thank you. Mommy, thank you. Daddy, thank you. Pastor, thank you. God, for God, thank you. We know we'll say it plenty times. But God is not so concerned about thanking him than the people around you he has been using to also help you that you don't appreciate. Two things to release power into your life in thanksgiving. Number one, thank God in everything. Thank God in everything. Thank God is that the Lisa? Thank God in everything. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. We are talking about power being released. And for power to be released into your life, you need to thank God in everything. In everything. It's beautiful. 
<laughs> when I went to the studio this morning, and I saw Zarina and, and, and Maxwell. I didn't see G. I said, that's what I mean. They like to sleep. <laughs> when I finished and I saw you was around, I said, bye. It's a bishop. I overslept. I said, but the girls also went home just like the time you went home. <laughs> the girls are here. The boys are sleeping. It's beautiful. Why, why, why wouldn't I believe in the girls? Why wouldn't I believe in the girls? I believe, Shaniza, I believe in Shaniza. I believe 150% in her. Totally. Totally. Yeah, I have every right, every reason to believe in her. Yeah. Ah, she has taken herself from Sophia through University of Guyana. She's a graduate from the University of Ghana. She has gone to Bible school. She graduated. I believe in her. I believe her. You can get angry. You can get angry. I say, I believe in Shemisa. What's your, what's your maiden name again? Oh, Mela. Ah, okay. I was going to use your maiden name, but I know that I'll get into trouble. <laughs> I believe in Shemisa. I tell you. I tell you. If I have a church in the Sikubu, it's because of her. Not because of anybody. It's because of her. A girl, a woman, with two babies. Those who don't carry babies around, they don't do anything. They don't even know how to be responsible because they don't carry children. Yeah, that's why that's why women are one of the greatest assets in any mega church. Yeah. Except that for some so Guyanese women, you know. The, 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 the caring is, is the church caring, you don't do well there. Yeah. You're very strong, you're set strength in a lot of things. Go to school, achieve something. This is but when it comes to caring for another person, a Guyanese woman is uh, no and no and no and no and no. no. Uh, uh, that one, there's, there's a yeah, there's, there's something missing, and, and that's what makes you fruitful to become a mother to plenty of people. That, that is a prayer you must pray this year. That you'll be a mother to others. Yeah. That's why I don't see you sweep the church, but you come and sit down on the chair dressed up. Yeah, there's, there's a certain, a certain care that, that is missing. I mean, you, want, you do things, you try things, you dare things, you make moves. But I think it's humility. I think most of you are proud. That's, that's what it is. Yeah? And Prophet said it. One of the, the prayers we are going to pray. So he said that every, every failure, everything is because of the lack of humility. As he quoted from Andrew, Andrew Murray. Yeah. We posted, I posted the prayer topics on the, on the platform. Yeah. Yeah. You should read it too. We are going to chew it as, as chewy as a gum this year. Yeah, we are meditating on the prayer topics. I'm telling you. Yeah. In Java, are you there? Yeah. So that, that's a little bit. You like everything, but the church, the domestication thing. Because a Guyanese woman would rather marry a man who knows how to cook. And sit down. Yeah. 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 It's true. Some of you are married. You're glad. You're giving instructions when you are at work for somebody to do something. 
Don't like cook, don't know how to cook. Who? Most guys in these women don't like cook, don't know how to cook. Yeah. Don't like and don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they are glad to get a man who can do chicky chicky and can cook also. Yeah. Yeah. But you see, but it should be the other way around. The man should rather look for somebody who can do chicky chicky and who can cook. Not a woman. Because the women are very um, adventurous, they dare, they, they do things. So when they come home now, they, they, they are tired, right? Because what they go out to do, that's what the man is supposed to be doing. And so when the man doesn't do that and they are doing that, when they come home, then they now turn the man into a wife at home. <laughs> House husband. Wickedness, I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, what's for dinner? Your mouth is for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. So it comes to ministry. I mean, the women just need a little touch and they'll do very well. And the men also need just a little touch and they also do well. And just a little touch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both the genders need little, little touches. Yeah, and they'll do well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just a little touch. So, power will come into your life if you, if you give thanks inside everything. So, this means that you are inside a situation. You are in a condition. You are surrounded. Because the word in means surrounded or in the midst of something, in something. And when you learn to give thanks in that situation or in that case, you release power. So if you are going to see the power of giving thanks, you have to give thanks in everything. In everything. We don't do well in that because sometimes when we are inside problems and issues, we fail to give thanks. We rather complain. We rather get depressed. We rather get confused. We rather take up other things than to give thanks. That the thanksgiving that will release power to take us out of the situation. We think that something else will take us out of the situation than giving thanks because it doesn't make sense when you are in a situation to thank God, a situation that is unpleasant to thank God for it. What do you thank God for? When bad things happen to you, you are thanking God. I don't know, did somebody say we should wear blue today? Just asking. Yes, the blue side. Yeah, yeah, look. The first Sunday has become a blue Sunday. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Well, maybe you were in the spirit or I was in the spirit. I think I, you were in the spirit. 
<laughs> you are connected to your spirit. Uh, you are connected to my spirit. Okay. Uh, I just picked this uh, this morning. When I just picked it, uh, let me just uh, you're in the spirit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I see blue, blue, blue. I don't know. Yeah. You're not in the spirit at all. No, no, no. <laughs> you didn't sleep good, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Next week is Attempt Great Thing Sunday. So we do white. White, white, white. Try some white something. Or something with a touch of white, yeah? Find some white in something. Even if it's your lipstick, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Or your white teeth, you know, just, just make sure that it's always on so that we'll see that. That's your wife. So next Sunday is Attempt Great Things Sunday. Attempt Great Things Sunday. Okay. So if you, if you take, for example, Paul and Silas when they were in jail, they were, in, they were incarcerated. They were in bounds. They were, they were shut up, locked up in jail. In that situation, the best thing to do if you want a miracle is give thanks. And we know the story in Acts chapter 16. There is nothing that has shaken the prison walls ever in the lifetime, in the life of the prison, than when they started praising God at midnight. There was power outage. There was an earthquake. The prison gates opened. Shackles broke loose. The Bible said, God, he dwells in the praises of his people. And the prison warden was so, was so afraid. That's how he got saved. He got saved by not somebody preaching to him. He got saved by somebody singing when they were in a problem in a situation. Now, sometimes we murmur, we cry, we complain. How many know somebody who, who has been complaining? Apart from you, who is the best complainer? <laughs> ah, it's like when? It's like when? Evil. It's like when? It's like this. It's like that. Instead of giving thanks. Because, you see, giving thanks is not, is the opposite of what you see. But that is what releases the power. Yeah. You see, we rather, <laughs> like it was, was, was Max who was asking me again this morning, you know, what do you do in all these kind of, sometimes these kind of relationship situations? I said, you don't say anything. He said, oh, Bishop, how? How can you see things uh, they are not right and you are saying it? I said, but you are not anybody's boss man. You are the servant. You, you can't talk about the boss man. Can you talk about your boss man at work? You'll be fired. One time. But you see, in marriage, you don't see us as boss men. So you think that you can say anything. And when you can't say it, then your demeanor and everything about you change to control the situation. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like you are not allowed to speak your mind or to say your feelings, so you change. Everything changes. You wear jeans and you sleep. Yeah, you turn the other side. And you face the wall. You face the wall. <laughs> because you lock your foot. You face the wall. <laughs> Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a big man. <laughs> Major, that's a big man. Look at the stomach. He's a big man. <laughs> you lock your foot and you face the wall. Yeah, because, because you, you, you didn't have the, 
you didn't have the opportunity to speak your complaining mind. And, and, and because there's no room for that, you are rebelling. You are a rebellious woman. And you are doing it quietly, wickedly like a snake. Take the sheet and, and tie it around you. And throw it over your head. <laughs> Listening to preaching inside the sheet. <laughs> I'm meditating. I'm meditating. Wickedness. Yeah, that's too much. Woman, when you're a woman, that's why women have to be very spiritual. Because your your feminine things is is very off. Because you ate the apple, you you were the one who was deceived. So you were deceived by 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 default. And you're bringing trying to get us to eat the apple. Yeah. Made him do it. She yeah. made him do it. Yeah, she made him do she it. She made him do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mr. Charlie, are you here? Are you taking notes or you are just reading your WhatsApp? I'm talking about women, so you are good looking at your phone. All right. She's creating a quote. She's creating a quote to put it on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> we'll read it after the service. <laughs> Check and see if this is a Charlene quote. <laughs> Give us one of the sister Charlene quotes. Typing, typing. She's typing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, if you don't know, please, you must be a friend of Sister Charlene on Facebook. Yeah, she has some beautiful quotes right now and then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you have one of the quotes? Let's let's read one of Sister Charlene's quotes to the congregation. She's trying to quote me of a quote whilst I'm preaching. So that's why I want the punchy business. You saw some. Ah, ah. Yes. This is a quote that Sister Charlene reposted and liked. Approved. Approved. This is uh, Keanu Reeves. Right? His picture. And in the picture, Sister Charlene is affirming and confirming and approving this quote. She says, I don't care how much you don't like me. The last time I checked, the road to heaven wasn't through your yard. <laughs> Come on, <out> somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is called Sister Charlene Coates. If you are not her friend on Facebook, you will not receive, you will not see them. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad the road to heaven is not through your yard. <laughs> Last time I checked. Look at this one. Sister Charlene quotes. She says, I do not have gray hair. I have wisdom highlights. <laughs> hey, shit. Ah, Sister Charlene quotes. Sister Charlene quotes. Huh? Ah, if you want more, please be a friend of Sister Charlene. <laughs> Go look for it now. It's a Charlene with L-E-N, not E-N-E. Right? You'll find somebody else if you look for that. Who doesn't have quotes? <laughs> yeah. Charlene, please spend the new year to approve requests, okay? Because I'm making you reach 5,000 friends on Facebook. <laughs> 5K, I tell you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> one more is a Charlene quote. Uh, <laughs> are you listening to Sister Charlene quotes? 
I had three sides. Number one, the quiet side. Number two, the fun and crazy side. Number three, the side you never want to see. <laughs> that is just a challenge, goes. man. <laughs> Charlie, if you follow this, Charlie goes, it won't preach today. There are things to meditate about, meditate on, day and night. Yeah. Let's make sure that the road to heaven is not in your yard, okay? Uh, Evil, just in case you thought that Sister Charlene going to heaven, she has to pass through a Samarudam. <laughs> it's not coming there. <laughs> coming there to come to your yard at all. So be careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you see her, you gotta give her she respect. Right? So she released a coat on your life. <laughs> yeah, so power is released when you give God thanks in everything. In. What are you in? What are you in? Give God thanks. In the situation. Don't complain. Don't murmur. Don't be whatever. Charlie, we have to be practical. Because right from here, you find yourself in a situation and you get vexed. Then the word of God does not have an effect on your life. And when we continue to practice those things, we don't see the power of God. Even at the tomb of Lazarus, Jesus didn't really pray. He said, Father, I know you hear me. He said, just command Lazarus to come. He said, thank you for it. He just, he just didn't. You see, if it was you and I in situations, we would do all kinds of things. So Jesus was caught up in a situation with 5,000 men some of them were married. Some of them have children. They have followed him for hours and days and they were hungry. And now they were going to probably eat him up as cannibals. So he had to do something. And somebody said, the only thing that we can find here is a little wise boy who has a good mother who put a lunch in his haversack. Jesus said, well, bring it. And they brought it. It was two fish. He said, five loaves of bread. Jesus said, Lord, my father, my father. Oh, I don't, I can't complain that you, you didn't connect me to Bank's DIH to get, you connected me to two fishes and five loaves. There must be something you want to do with these two fishes and five loaves. That's why you made me find it. And so I give you thanks and I'm just going to break it and share it, break it and share it, break it and share it. That's how come everybody got food. Breakfast buffet. He did not say, hey. That's why the disciples would say, ah, Jesus, man, how can you even think of Taking this kid's food to what is he talking about? And that's that's how we behave in situations. We rather look at the challenges, we look at the mountain that's so high, we look at the challenge and the darkness. We are concerned about the, the situation itself than God who is able to take you out of the situation. May this be a, a year of indeed being thankful for miracles and power to be released in your life. Number two, and I'm closing. Thank God for everything in your life. So you thank God in everything, and then you thank God for everything. For everything. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 20. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 20. The Bible says, giving thanks 
always fall all things unto God. So, this is not in, but this is something you have received. Or something you have, or you have been giving. I thank God for the speaker. I thank God for the projector. You can't be in the speaker. <laughs> but it has been given to you, so you thank God for, I thank God for Pastor Joshua. My husband. <laughs> he has changed your life. Yeah. Now when you walk on the road, hitherto you were called Akima. Now you are Mrs. O. Just because somebody decided to take you to the church and to the altar. So you thank God for your husband. You thank God for your wife. I thank God for my wife. And then you thank God when you're in the marriage and there's problems, you thank God in the problems in the marriage. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You see, so when I heard somebody trying to say, you see, never should anybody disqualify anybody who is a Christian. In Christ, you can't say that this is not your type. No, in Christ, you don't talk like that. If you talk like that, you are not being wise. Because God is the one who works all things together for our good. Bible says that man's way is of the Lord. How can man understand his own way? The Bible says it's God who works in us to do his will and to do of his good pleasure. So when you look at somebody and you assess them by your, your flimsy, circular, irrelevant conditions and tactics and whatever... You are being a fool. Because, you see, people, if you grow up a little bit, like little Amira here, you'll be surprised the next 10 years the type of woman she'll be around. It's not like you may think, this little girl, mm, what, can she, what can she do for me? You wait the next 10 years. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You'll see a nice, beautiful young lady. You really want to propose to her and say, girl, wow, you got nice details, man. I won't marry you. When she was little, no, no wig, nothing, you say she's nothing. You wait when she starts putting on wig, then you see. <laughs> yeah. In Christ, you don't consider anything as nothing. Don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. As I'm preaching, I remember a gentleman in our church that I, I asked. I said, marry this lady here. He's, he told me no. Yeah, he told me no. Now he is, is MIA. He's MIA. You know MIA? Yeah, yeah. A POW. He's a POW. You know what POW is? Prisoner of war. And we're not looking for you for anything. You should stay and die in Vietnam. Yeah, no, nobody's going for it. Nobody. I said, marry this person. How can you say no? You see, I am a believer of age, difference, 
and education difference, a status difference. I'm a strong believer in that. There's nobody among you here who will tell me that. I don't. I respect age difference. I don't think, in my natural self and my experience, I don't think any woman should marry a man who she's older than. Yeah. You are 35 years old, a woman, and then you are going around a 25-year-old boy. How wrong with your head? I am one of the people who will fight against things like that. If you know me. <laughs> Education difference. Education dispar- educational disparity where one person is highly educated than the other. Oh. I, I, <laughs> I am somebody who doesn't believe in that. I tell you. Because somebody who's not educated, the person is a potential problem. There are a lot of things the person doesn't understand. You know, a lot of things the person doesn't understand. <laughs> one plus one, he says, is four, five. And you cannot convince the person that is five. So when you have someone who's older than somebody, and they marry, from the word go, you have a problem. You see, there are gaps, with all kinds of things. But you see, when somebody is saved, you have to look at it a little differently. You have to look at it differently because God uses the wisdom of the foolishness of this world to confound the wise. Because if you are educated, if you are old, if you are rich, who made that possible? And he can also do the same thing for the person that you don't like or you don't see as anybody. That's why we flex. That's why we flex. That's why we are flexible. And believe that, okay, you know what? As long as this person, the only danger is when the person gets out of, of Christ. That's the only danger. But as long as the person accepts Jesus as their Lord and Savior, there is hope. It's a beautiful relationship. And we should thank God for people like that. Thank God for people like that. Yeah. Thank God for people like that. Thank God for everything. Every person, everyone, yeah. yeah. I tell you, sometimes you thank God for your child father. Who has been a problem in your life? <clears throat> it's true. Yeah. It's child father that has made you begin, begin, begin to think properly. Yeah. 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 For some of you, you don't have a child, child father because you saw something and they said, me, child father, never. That's why you're where you are. You have to thank God for those who have child fathers. Because their life and situation has taught you something. <clears throat> you, you can't, that, that you can't, you, you see, there's nothing, there's, there's, there's almost nothing in this life that you can't learn something from. And therefore you can't be thankful to God for. That's why we are living a year, a year of being thankful because good things, bad things, negative things, I'm telling you, you can learn something, you can pick up something from it. Yeah. 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 Oh, your legs. Yeah. If we can't learn it, so God, I thank you for that boy who is that money they are to us offering. 
I thought it was for me. You can't give it to me, so it fell. <laughs> yeah. I thank God for that boy who put me at no parking. You know what we call no parking? You put it at a place where uh, they will come and clamp your vehicle. And because we can't put a car at a place where they, you, don't, you don't park there. You are causing trouble. You are bringing police, you are bringing bills, you are bringing disappointment, you are bringing all kinds of things. So in Ghana, we say they, 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 they pack you at no parking. Thank God for the guy who packed you at no parking. It makes you even wiser. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to go through situational problems to now learn to appreciate somebody who says that regardless of whatever you do, I like you. You see, one day I was talking to a senior brother in the Lord about a young lady and then, you know, marriage and all of that. And he said, oh, I said, that young lady, she's not interested in the guy at all. He said, oh, really? I'm surprised. I said, why are you surprised? He said, I have never heard that there are 10 options apart from this guy who is saying likes her. So I'm surprised that she's saying no as if there are 10 other options that she's going to choose from. <laughs> I think it was a beautiful statement. Because it's like, all this while, we have not heard or seen anybody who has come around and said they like you. Then somebody has come and you say no. Like, Next. There's no next. <laughs> There's no next. What, what will you learn? There's no next. It's only one person at this 10 years. It's only one person who has seen you and said they like you. Only one human being. No person. Yeah. Only one person has registered. Then you're going to say no. No, when you are saying no, it means that you are going to wait for another 10 years. 20 years. So you have to open your mind and thank God for people. I'm telling you. Yeah. For some of you who at this your young age, you are getting, you say, this, I say, I'm getting married. You should call Lady Pastor Abigail and talk to her. So some of you should thank God for what you are going through, the beloved, the nice relationship, the openness. Hey, me, Ah, if you had come in my Reverend Collins days, I'd rejoice. If you had come in my Reverend Collins days, <laughs> you tell me you're getting married this year. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, you have to you have to see the bed that you have bought. Yeah, you you gotta go to you gotta go to courts. You gotta get a house. You gotta get an apartment. You gotta get a bed. At least, at least. The if if in nothing at all, the 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 the, the, the what the 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 operation table you should invest in the operation table. You can't perform surgery on the table that you didn't spend money on. It's illegal. <laughs> the workbench. Yeah, you should build it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh, he's a builder. Okay. Yeah. He should build one quickly. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> no bunk bed. When you get around, you can go and sleep on the top and then you sleep on the bottom. <laughs> eh? You well rather than, than, than the wall? Okay. Strong bench. 
I hope you're happy here. Okay. <laughs> Stand to your feet, my time is up. Amen. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.